A big deal was announced on Monday. The Chicago Bulls have a new GM. His name is Mark Eversley, and he's the first Canadian GM in NBA history. He hails from Brampton, also went to my high school, Cardinal Leger. I remember him quite well from basketball games at school uh, while I was in high school. And so we're joined now by our former high school basketball coach, Steve Pettit. Welcome to the show, Steve. Good to have you on. Yes, good to be on, Kelly. So, Steve, I know you're really, I mean, you're now retired, long since retired, but you keep in touch with the old uh, members of the basketball team. You're pretty uh, involved in basketball still. Have you spoken to Mark about the new gig? Well, we did did text one another after it was announced, Um, and uh, that group of uh, kids are are pretty close, and they, of course, have been uh, calling him and teasing him, and I think they're already asking for Bulls tickets. (laughs) <laughs> I bet. I, You know, it's funny how you still refer to them as kids. Like, once a teacher, we're always your students. Mark <laughs> is not only the first Canadian GM in a National Basketball Association history, but he's also the first black GM in the Chicago Bulls' 54-year uh, franchise history. As a basketball coach, talk about how important it is for young players to see the Raptors not only hold this NBA title, but also to have a Canadian like Mark Eversley in such a prominent position with one of NBA's most recognizable teams, the Bulls. Well, it probably shows the evolution of the game in Canada that uh, although it was invented by a Canadian, and yes, we won a gold medal in the in the thirty six or a silver medal in the thirty six Olympics, um, it, it has just been a groundswell. Uh, in in the following, the support, the interest uh, in the game. Um, if uh, if I'm a new Canadian uh, coming to Canada and I'm uh, ten or eleven, uh, gosh, how do I catch up to the hockey player who's been playing since he was five years old? Um, after soccer, basketball is the most played uh, sport in the world. Uh, so the kid. Uh, a new new Canadian will probably uh, been a, been acquainted with the game, so right. It's, it's accessible. It's, yes, it's accessible. Uh, it's cheap. Um, you don't even. I mean, you, you need a ball on a hard surface. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It. Enough said. So, what kind of a player was Mark Eversley in high school? Because I, I I recall going and sitting on those bleachers, but you know, it was a long time ago. So, <laughs> talk about what you remember. Well, good player, a uh, very good player. I coached him in uh, way back in 1986. Okay, yeah, we don't need to get, listen, I was not there in 86. We don't need to get specific on dates, Steve. <laughs> okay, anyway, he, I, I coached him for four years, and uh-huh. uh, he was um, uh, probably our best player. Uh, him and Robbie Adams were our best two players going through. Uh, and he did well enough that uh, as a team, they went to the Office of Championships uh, two of his three senior years. Uh, and then he was recruited to go down the States, eventually uh, graduated from Urbana University, a little place in Ohio. Um, and then he got a job with Nike. And he went from store manager uh, to um, employee to store manager, ended up getting a job at head office, and his main job was to liaise with uh, NBA players under <clears throat> under Nike contract. So he worked with Nike for about 12 years, 
and, and was, why would he be perfectly suited for a role like that, liaising with the basketball players? Did you, did he show promise as a future NBA player himself, or, so that he could get into, you know, uh, what they were looking for and what they needed, and, and the kind of, uh, uh, you know, the kind of persuasion that would be needed to get them into Nike gear? Well, I, I think two things. One, he was uh, a good player, and, and that would demand some respect. Uh, and, but most, more importantly, I think it was more about integrity and people skills, uh, that he was um, uh, a very easy to talk to uh, and um, just excellent people skills. When he would, um, you know, for instance, uh, his phone number is the same one he's had for, oh my gosh, 20 years. <laughs> he's going to kill you, Steve. <laughs> Whoever has his number now is going to be calling him. Yeah, it, it was the same number until ooh, an hour after this <laughs> conversation ended. Yeah. Well, I only say that only because it, it, it's his stability. Uh, yeah. The, the other the, the other really good player we had on that team is a kid called Robbie Adams, who unfortunately died tragically about a year. Mm. So uh, Mark at the time was the... Uh, uh, player development manager for the Philadelphia 76ers. And, of course, he flew back for the funeral. Uh, and, uh, you know, all his old high school uh, friends were there. Uh, so so would would you say, Steve, as a coach, um, the kind of qualities that you saw in Mark as a player, you know, uh, they were evident early on. He was loyal to his friends. He oh, yeah. was dedicated well, to the game. Uh, was he? Did he display a lot of leadership qualities at a young age that you would need, you know, in order to be a GM in the NBA? Well, a quiet style leadership, not necessarily, you know, uh, uh, vocal, but uh, time spent, um, you know, engaged with everyone, uh, very coachable. Uh, you know, there's many styles of leadership, and I thought his was more of a uh, of a quiet leadership, but nonetheless led. Um, but it's it's that it's that people skill that's so important for uh, for that job, because you're looking at some uh, people that might make more money than you and I. And uh, you think? And, <laughs> and, uh, I think to be able to get along with them. Well, the, the story that illustrates it. I know he was in the wedding party uh, when Vince Carter got uh, married. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, because he worked. He, ended, he ended up working for the Raptors, and then he ended up working for the Seventy Sixers. Now he's got a big job here as one of the the face of the Chicago Bills uh, in that uh, front office. He is going to have to try and reshape this uh, franchise, which they weren't doing so well before the NBA uh, season suspended the, you know, before that season was suspended with the pandemic. Um, this is a big job. The timing, is it, you know, this is an odd kind of question, but is the timing a, a good one now that we've got this break with the pandemic? Will um, Mark be able to, along with the rest of that franchise uh, and that new uh, top executive, I think his name is Arturis, Carnesovas, a lot of fun to say. Will they be able to, uh, based on this time, work on a, a comeback when you're talking about a mental game and morale building within the, the Bulls? Well, I, I, here's why I think he's a perfect match, and, and the timing is correct. Um, Jimmy Butler was a, a very good player for the Chicago Bulls who uh, left the Bulls. And according to uh, uh, various reports, 
uh, he was not very complimentary of the general manager, the ex-general manager, and basically said that he didn't think the guy was good to his word and, you know, lacked in, uh, some integrity. Now, that's obviously Butler's opinion. Um, but if that is so, well, I, I, I think if that's if that was an issue, I think Mark Eversley just solved it for him. Uh, so I think that that moving forward, it's that relationship with players. Um, I know Mark told me a story. One of the things he's had to do is help with scouting, so mm-hmm. that uh, when he would, um, you know, should you get this player or that player? Well, if you're in his position, the player's agent is always telling you what a great player he is. Well, you got to get people as 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 well as as the player. So when when Mark would go to find out about a player, he would always go into the uh, practice or uh, facility, practice facility, before anyone else or any of the players, and he would talk to the people who players didn't necessarily have to be nice to. Like who? Like the, the ball boy? The, the ball boy, the person uh, cleaning Smart. up the locker room. Um you know, if if you're a college scout, if, if if you talk to the cafeteria lady to find out how does the student uh, behave when the coach isn't around, or yeah, the, listen, the lunch lady doesn't lie. The lunch lady doesn't lie. Steve, I got to wrap it up, but I want to ask you very quickly: as a high school coach, a basketball coach in Brampton at Cardinal Legge, did you believe you were shaping kids for the NBA or pro ball? Well, no, you 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 were you're. You're using basketball as a method of teaching life values and life skills. And it, it may turn out to be, you know, someone who ends up uh, hosting a radio show or, uh, you know, being a, a lawyer or, in this case, mm-hmm. a GM. It's, uh, you know, coaching is just another form of teaching. Yeah, for the record, Steve, I was never on the basketball team. but <laughs> I'm sure there's another radio host that was. Steve, it's, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and we'll do it again very soon, I suspect. Thanks, Kelly.